0: This is Eric Zolke, Web Communications Manager at the Population Reference Bureau. Kakenya Nataya was born in a rural village in Kenya as one of eight children. When she was five years old, her parents arranged her engagement to a boy in her village. She was to be circumcised before coming a teenager to signify the end of her education and the start of a married life. It seemed that a future of working on her rural family farm was set, but she made a deal with her father. She would agree to be circumcised only if he would allow her to finish high school. He agreed. She then negotiated with the village elders to do what no girl had done before, leave her village in South Kenya to go to college in the United States. Kenya is now finishing a Ph.D. program in education, and she was the first youth advisor to the United Nations Population Fund, and she has traveled around the world to speak on the importance of educating girls, particularly as a means to fight the practices of female genital mutilation and child marriage. She has also started the only primary school for girls in her home region, school now is 95 students and 6 teachers and accepts 30 new girls each year. Thank you, Kakenia, for taking the time to talk today.
1: You're welcome.
0: Can you please tell us a bit about the school you founded, how it came to be, and how your own personal experience uh, influenced the founding of the school?
1: I look at the school as a school that I wanted to have when I was growing up as a young girl. In the rural schools, uh, all the schools are co-ed and have uh, because traditionally the girls are expected to be married off at the early age. Uh, the teachers really didn't give more attention to the girls. They only paid attention to the boys, and girls tended to fail in the exams, and we were really constrained. And I started the school because um, I believe that even girls can excel in school and they can become what they want to become in life, and, it's an environment that um, encourages them and gives them all the kind of education that they need, and they don't have to compete for boys' attention. And, uh, you know, for the teachers, they, all the teachers at the school have to pay attention to them, and I think that is a very important thing for me, that the girls feel valued and feel important and feel that even then they can achieve the dreams they want to achieve in their lives.
0: So what kind of opportunities do these girls receive through their education that they wouldn't have received otherwise?
1: Well, we take girls who are 8-year-olds uh, up to 15-year-olds, and what we really, 8-year-old is really a critical age at, at a young girl's life, and that's when they uh, the society is telling them that you are ready to be mutilated and to be, you know, married off, and we come and tell them that, you know what, that, that doesn't have to be your life. You can achieve what you want to achieve. And most of the girls in the school, they want to be lawyers, they want to be doctors, they want to be teachers, they want to be pilots, and, and they do have dreams. And, um, at the school, we really encourage them. We teach them about the consequences that, you know, if they got married at a younger age, what will happen to them. Uh, we talk to them about uh, the effect, you know, the effects of female genital cutting. Something that is prevalent in the community, but nobody talks about it, or what, you know, nobody tells you what actually happens to you. So we do teach the girls what actually happens to them, and we have seen the girls themselves saying no. Um, one of the requirements for the parents actually. Last year, one of our girls said no; she didn't want to be cut, and she had to involve the chief. She, we, you know, we had to intervene on her behalf. But through that, uh, through that incident, all the parents find uh, an agreement that they would not cut their girls, and that was like a statement that all the girls that are coming into our schools they would not be cut. And I think that's a big, major uh, accomplishment for us and. We didn't plan for it to happen, but the girls themselves made it happen. And we do encourage them that um, even then they can be leaders, they can be what they want to become in life, and, and, and give them that opportunity to do it Do it at the school.
0: So it sounds like because through the education they're able to learn about their own uh, agency and ability to affect their own life.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Recent data, uh, according to PRB's data sheet on FGMC, Show that in Kenya in general that there is lower prevalence among younger girls well fifteen to nineteen year olds compared to thirty five to thirty nine year olds now um, just from your point of view th- is this significant do you think there's a decline in the pra- in this practice in kenya
1: Certainly, there is a decline on the practice because one that uh, the first lady really made a big announcement, and that you know if if anybody is caught mutilating. It's against the law in Kenya. If anybody got is caught doing that they have they go to jail. And that is one of the uh you can say that, you know, reporting wise you can't just see people practicing FGM openly. Uh what is happening now actually is that the the opposite is that people are hiding it. So you might not really get it on the data but people are still practicing it in the villages. They still you know they practice at night and uh, in very dangerous conditions than <laughs> before. But uh, I think that just the step that the government actually is saying do not do it, I think it also has brought that, you know, lowering of their practice.
0: Uh, earlier you talked about how some girls uh, have talked with, you know, village leaders and traditional uh, local leaders um, on issues of FGMC. Uh, have you also worked with local religious leaders on uh, in your work of advocacy against this practice?
1: I think what we, we've not really involved uh, as much as we we would love to, like the religion leaders. but well, the, the beauty of having a school is that you already have the parents there. Uh, you have a, a huge population because you have, you know, parents, you know, mothers and fathers there. And we talk to them about the consequences and we talk to them about what happens to the kids. and through that process also, because we are an institution that is recognized by the government, we actually have involved the local leaders, the chief, and uh, the local law enforcement to really pay attention to what is happening and also to enforce the law. And that has really been very helpful for us because we do require that the chief report the incident. And if they do see that happening, they have to you know, put the people in jail and and, and actually implement the laws. So, uh, for us, being a school has really helped us to practice that, uh, to help in terms of uh, stopping the, the practice in our community.
0: I see. And just finally, uh, what's your hope for the future? And how do you, you know, uh, how do you know if your school has been successful in you know accomplishing the goals that you set out?
1: You know it's uh it's my hope that the girls that I go through our institution that you know they themselves will they are the future leaders of their country and that what they learn in our school that they will take it and actually implement it in their own lives and their own families and coming back to as 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 leaders in the future that they will themselves implement laws that you know doesn't allow things like early marriages and FGM to take place in the community and and the girls have uh, I think as I said they're the future leaders and and I think that for me to see them already they are saying no to FGM, uh, all of them not being cut Uh, it's a big statement and and them continuing to school, going to high school and college and and hopefully coming back to the community to impact in, in one way or another way
0: Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk. And you can learn more about Kakena Nataya and her school at www.kakenyasdream.org. That's K-A-K-E-N-Y-A-S-D-R-E-A-M dot O-R-G.